scary girl. Hi, everyone. Hey, everybody. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is Dead Dead Time Stories. How's it going? I don't know. We were just chatting. You know, the huge. Don't have a job. Oh, but I don't know if I told you, my unemployment came through. So yes, you did tell bah, me bah, that. Bah, bah, bah. Bear, I'm not bear, gonna bear. be on the streets, so that's good news. Yeah, 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 yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Woof. Yep. Yeah. Got a few, a few, a few. Nothing. I don't have really anything. No interviews. Nothing. Cool, cool, cool. That's what um, I have going on. Real positive over here. Um, I mean, hey, you know, my company's hiring. If you if you get real If I feel like getting COVID, I can go work for your company. If you get real desperate. <laughs> hey, it's four 10-hour days instead of five eights. I don't know if that appeals to you. We're doing hey, this on everybody. radio, but I'm making a stank face at that suggestion. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Every week we get together and we talk about ghost stories, true crime, we talk about mysteries, supernatural, paranormal, or just weird, like, just whatever. You're like, this is some weird shit I read about, which is a good example, because that's what I'm talking about today. Uh, Or whatever else we want to talk about. Why is that, Sarah? Because it's our show. And whose isn't? Yours. It's not yours. It's not yours. (laughs) And once you you skip me up, trip me up a bit. Trip, it's trip, trip, Philadelphia. It's our show, not yours. So yeah, um, Corona's still going on. Um, racism is still happening, and you know what we're doing. We, as you know, Americans are doing our part to end both of those things. We're doing our best, y'all. But we're in the meantime, let's separate from those bad things and talk about other weird bad sometimes things right. that other those, people did not those are, th- those are already some things that you're like damn and then we do a show and we make you go whoa and you're like what hopefully laugh <laughs> hopefully if you like this, abortion jokes is this show for you <laughs> this is the three star content that you count on week to week or that you have just started and are already like never mind <laughs> if you just started yeah you're like uh, i'm three minutes in and i'm not here for it sarah's like start from the beginning please start from the beginning because it's so much better in the beginning <laughs> Well, first of all, in the beginning, it was over a year before COVID happened. So I think we can all agree that it was better times. There were a lot of, yeah, there weren't so many jokes to step on at the time. You you could just, you, We could just just shake those jokes around. Yeah. And now we're like, you know. I'll cut that one. We're doing our best. Right, we're like, one. don't say that. That's don't bad. Don't say that. That's we're bad. calling our own selves out on problematic behavior. We're nipping it in the bud, as is as is our duty. But you won't hear any of that because I'll cut all of it. Right, because Sarah like is the we're one nipping it in the bud, but like in editing. <laughs> nip, 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 Adelphia. Nip, I don't know. Nip, nip, nip. Going with nip, what I'm nip. going with this episode. I don't either. Y'all, we Sarah. had Christina on last week, and I feel like now I'm, where's our guest? Can someone else carry this right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> it does spoil us a little bit to have a guest, because they take over the whole episode, and we Especially just Especially when it's Christina. I was going to say, and Christina is a fantastic guest, because she comes on with, like, a ton of research and so much information, and she answers all your questions, and she's so enthusiastic about what she's talking about. And then I'm like, how do I follow that? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to do our best this week, y'all. I will say I, Christina handwrites all of her notes and she's into bullet journaling like you are. And so she's real creative and they look really cute. And And she got into all that before me, by the way. Yeah. I was like, she's been, she's been in it. Like she's actually like real into it. it. Um, and I usually like write down my notes as well. Like I've had a hard copy notebook from the beginning, but there have been a few times with some stories where I would type them up and like print them out because it was so much information. But I've also been doing a lot more of like reading my notes online. So this week 
and next week, all of my notes, I went through and I took them and hand wrote everything out in my notebook. And it starts out and my handwriting's real nice. And I get probably to the end of page two and it's all cramped and it's all jagged. And I'm like, how does she do this? I'm tired. I need a break. I'm already over the story. Do I still want to talk about this story? Like all of the emotions. I don't know how she did it. And she watched six hours of Onision on top of writing it down. And just like you, she's left-handed. I know. It's hard. <laughs> I was like, I don't have any black marks on the side of my hand today. But when I was in school, leg, yeah. it was pencil. Yeah. smudged. So shout out to Christina. And I'm going to I'm gonna try to do a little, a little close to as much research on my stories. We'll see. Don't judge me. Give us three stars. We're going to do what we can. Give us five stars. Even if in your heart it's just three. <laughs> just lie for us. You know what? Fake it. You know? Please. Please, <laughs> please, please. For the love of God. I love it. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Yeah. Who's I was like, let's first? dive into this research me. content. I'll go first. You said you had a little more of a lengthy one you're really excited about. I do. I don't, I don't even know That's where to begin. Said. So, okay. Here, so, that is what she said. All of it. A lengthy all one thing, you're excited all of it, about. All the I things she said, all the begin. things she said, running through my head, running through my head. All the things she said. There it is. Stephanie. Sarah. Leslie. <laughs> Y'all, Y'all ready, ready to talk, talk about, about some, some ghosts? Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? I got caught up on that one. You got you get real tickled. Who are we today? I don't don't know. know. I don't don't either. either. I haven't had coffee in a while. I drink coffee like once a week now. But I don't. That's the most of. That's a lot. She doesn't drink coffee. I'm like a three cup a day minimum person. Sarah knows. I'm really not a coffee person, except in the summertime when I can get me a dirty lemon, which is half lemonade, half cold brew. And she everybody raves always about makes it, a face. and I don't it is get it. Delicious! I need it to come back to Wawa. They did it last summer, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing it." I had it at like coffee shops all up and down South Street when I worked at Infinite. People used to get it, and I was like, "That looks gross." And then I started doing it, and it's and she's it's, still wrong. It is gross, else, man. It is. Yeah, I'm on like that coffee high right now. Look at you. I've like got, not... I've got like the jitters. Yeah, I'm gonna keep drinking. I just started drinking my wine. We'll see. We'll see if that helps things. Usually, that helps my personality. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this part in GI Jane when she's out drinking with like her commanding officer, and he says something to her where he's like, "You know what?" I like you a lot better when you've been drinking. And she says, yeah, I like you a lot better when I've been drinking, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll get on with it and I'll get started because I'm a little excited about this one. This is also. Do it. This is also a listener recommendation recently oh, emailed that. to me by Ooh. Cara. And Cara's emailed us a few times before. and We've talked about her. Is it Kara or is it Kara? Kara. Because she Cara. puts she put the um the phonetic pronunciation her. next to her. No. Ugh, I love it. Yes. I'm sure because she doesn't like people calling her Kara. I assume. I mean, and we get it over here. We get it. Yes, Kara. No one will name shame you here at Dead Time Story. We get it. We get it. Go ahead, Sarah. So Kara sent me an email and that do- uh, that sent me to this story. And this is the story about how a serial war led to over 100 boys being unknowingly fed radioactive calcium and iron. Huh. Yep. Yep. Cereal like C-E-R-E-A-L? Like what we eat for breakfast every morning when, we, okay. when some of us have our coffee. Okay. When most of us have our coffee. Sure. And Stephanie does whatever she does. Puts lemonade in it. I don't know. Something stupid. <laughs> I usually just drink water, guys. So I weird. So make breaks weird. For, I make exceptions for lemonade, coffee, and alcohol. Um, but it's like 95% of the time it's water. So, yeah. This is basically the story about how um, because cereal companies wanted to make more money than each other. 
a certain oh, of group of boys in a school were subjected to testing and experiments without and their this, consent and without their knowledge. This isn't tied to the whole, like, cornflakes are supposed to keep you from masturbating thing, right? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. No, that's something event. else. That's another okay. serial situation. This is strictly, like, good old American. They just want to make money. And which brands are are specifically are we talking about here? Do we well, know? That's what we'll get into. Yep. General Mills. Yes. Well, it was mainly one brand is responsible for these experiments. And it's because this one brand wanted to prove that they they were more nutritious than another brand. So two factors made this happen for these experiments to be carried out. It wasn't just the cereal companies. They couldn't just walk into a school and be like, yo, let's spike these kids cereal and see what the fuck happens. There's a lot of things that went to play, went into play. The number, uh, the first factor was MIT, uh, the school, the educational facility. And at the time, what was known as the Atomic Energy Commission. So during the 1940s and the 1950s, a Robert Harris, a professor of nutrition at MIT, led three different experiments to observe how calcium and iron are are absorbed into the body. And to do this, they fed these kids oatmeal and milk laced with radioactive iron and calcium, and some subjects were also directly injected with radioactive calcium. So it was known as radioactive tracers. So they put these tracer particles in the cereal and the milk, and then watched how it made its way through the body and what was absorbed when and how it was absorbed and what? then how it was um, secreted, right? And we still use some radioactive tracers today, but you do it on people who know that they're going to have it done to them. Sure, You don't yeah. do it to oh, children. Fuck? This experiment was just one of many experiments that were approved by the Atomic Energy Commission. So you keep in mind, we're talking about the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, which is all a part of the atomic energy wave. We're doing a lot of experiments on a lot of people that we shouldn't be doing still, but because America is riding high off of winning wars and right now being on top of the world, nothing that we can do is wrong in a certain mindset, right? So there were no regulations on any of this treatment. There were no regulations on any of these experiments. Classic Um, fucking America. Classic. This whole story is classic America. Classic, classic America. Between 1945 and 1962, more than 210,000 civilians and GIs were exposed to radiation, usually without knowing that they were exposed. Yeah. The second factor that contributed to this happening was the breakfast cereal industry. The breakfast cereal industry was booming in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. Um, And the nutrition factor was high in buyers' minds because I didn't write down the date, but I want to say in 1943 or 45 was when your first, like, nutrition pyramid was put out for consumption of being like, this is what you need to eat. This is what's going to make you healthy. And now it's some other weird section of, like, measurement, but it was like a whole nutrition pyramid. That had come out, so people were being more conscious about the nutrition and what they were buying. Um, And cereals wanted to have science and nutrition on their side. So they wanted to be able to show that they were part of a balanced breakfast. Yeah. Our two companies were Quaker Oats and Cream of Wheat. So Quaker Oats had been and was directly competing with cream of wheat. Quaker oats is made with oats. Cream of wheat is made with a different type of grain called farina. Recent studies had shown that plant-based grains like oats might inhibit the absorption of iron, whereas farina didn't have that effect. So Quaker oats might make it harder for your body to absorb iron, whereas cream of wheat is better for you and doesn't inhibit your body's ability to absorb iron from this meal. In a bid to refute the research that compared Quaker Oats to cream of wheat and to show that Quaker Oats was just as good as Farina, Quaker decided to do the experiments of their own. So, you bring in all of these factors, Quaker supplies the cereal, MIT receives the funding for the research, and the school provided the free breakfast for the students, and your experiments were off. And they were taken care of. What the fuck? 
Now, here becomes the real... I consider it classic America, but it is total what the fuck. So this, these experiments were conducted at one school on one group of boys. And it happened to people who had signed up to be a part of this science club um, that boasted, you know, you're going to learn these extra things in school and we'll also be sure to provide you breakfast every morning. Yeah. Now, the school that they used was called the Fernald State School. It was an all-boys school. This school was originally called the Massachusetts School for the Feeble-Minded. So this school housed mentally disabled children and children who had been abandoned by their parents. Conditions of the school were described as brutal. Staff would deprive the boys of meals, force them to do manual labor, and abuse them. MIT came in with a new science club that boasted a free breakfast, and many students saw it as an opportunity to get away from the abuse. So three different experiments happened on the boys. Again, without their knowledge, without their consent, and also some of them were mentally handicapped. And the three experiments, boys ate oats coated with iron tracers, milk with with calcium tracers, and then a portion of them were given an injection of radioactive calcium. So the first two experiments showed that oatmeal was no worse than farina in terms of the ability of iron absorption. And the third experiment where the calcium was directly injected showed that when calcium directly, that when calcium entered the bloodstream, it goes straight to the bones, which then uh, gave them more information to move forward with different osteoporosis studies and whatnot. These experiments took place between the late 1940s and the early 1950s. It involved around 74 to 100 boys aged 10 to 17 years old all of whom were unaware that any of this was happening to them. Of course. It wasn't until 1993 that the details came out when a number of Atomic Energy Commission's documents were declassified. So about 40 years later, they found out what had happened to them as children. Many lawsuits and hearings were had once this info came out. At a hearing before the Senate's Labor and HR Committee, Uh, That was called in 1994. One main question that was asked was why do they use these students? Though we know why is because they were young, they were vulnerable and they were alone. They still realized at that point, you know, let's take a look and ask ourselves why you knew something was wrong. That's why you use these kids that had no one to speak up for them. At the same hearing, it was also said that the amount of radiation that the boys received through the experiments was roughly the equivalent of 30 consecutive chest x-rays. However, at a 1994 Massachusetts state panel, they concluded that none of the students had suffered significant health impacts. So no one died from it. No one suffered any major health impacts. And they also said that the amount of radiation no didn't greater your chances of getting cancer any more than a normal person's chances a normal person who had 30 x-rays or just like in general with the amount of radiation that we're exposed to once it hit the 90s and they knew but they didn't know but the real matter of the whole situation was the first post question that these boys were vulnerable and they were used for experiments without their consent and their knowledge When the case went to court, 30 of the former students filed a suit against MIT and Quaker Oats, and a settlement of $1.85 million was reached in January of 1998. And that's the story of how 74 to 100 boys ate radioactive breakfasts for probably like five or six years, unknowingly, in America. Make America great again. That's crazy. And that story came to me thanks to Kara. Thanks, Kara. So thanks, Kara. Holy crap. Right? Isn't that weird? That is weird. But it just, that also sent me down a little rabbit hole about other um, experiments that were held and done in America before we had all of the regulations that we have now and just all of the other bullshit that people went through. It's just sad a scary girl um (laughs) i'm trying to think of the one that i did an episode about 
Yeah, right? Because you did one. But was yours a drug? Um, Ultra. MK Ultra, MK right? Ultra, yes. Yeah. That's it. I was like, what did I do mine on? <laughs> yeah, Project MK Ultra, which was the CIA mind control program. Yep. Um, and it was a lot of different psychoactive drugs, but especially LSD. Well, there's one, and I'm probably going to get the name wrong, um, but like the, it starts with a T, Tuscoga. The Tuskegee experiment? Yes, where they got the African-American men who had syphilis and told them they were going to give them treatment when in turn they did not give them treatment and just studied the disease. Oh my God. Yes. That's America. I was going to say, it sounds pretty fucking American. It's pretty American. So we don't have the uh, promo this week. Nope. Right? So we're jumping from one story right into the next one. So, Stephanie, are you ready? As I'll ever be, I What guess. you talking about this week, girl? So, I'm talking about something that I know we've talked about in passing on the show before, but we've never really gone into it. And I got it from Christina, and I can't remember if you said that you had looked into this or who this person was or not. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Poppy is? This is what we talked... Yeah. No, I haven't. And I didn't even watch the thing that you guys posted either. Oh, my God. Okay. So... That's what you're talking about? This is what I'm talking about today. So, I'm talking about Poppy. She is a singer, songwriter. She's a musician who got very popular on YouTube. So, anything that's YouTube related, you know it sprouted with me talking to Christina. So, we had talked about this video about Poppy and this other performer. And I became really fascinated, but I also became fascinated because it made me realize that to me, one of the signs of getting older is people being like super famous and you've never heard of them. And not just like they're new, but like she's been around for like several years and has like, you know, a couple million dollars. And like, I never heard of this And you're just like, I don't know. I don't know who she is. Right? Um, I don't know her. But uh, I've come to be fascinated by Poppy. And I wanted to listen to this other musician's music on Spotify, but it wasn't there. So I listened to some Poppy. And we're going to talk about the evolution of her music and who she is as an artist. So Poppy was a mystery when she first showed up on the internet. Her YouTube channel has been around since 2011. That's when it was created. But the oldest video is from 2014. And the first video is Poppy Eats Cotton Candy. And it's a minute and a half of just Poppy in like a little sequin leotard eating cotton candy for a minute and a half. Okay? All of the videos of Poppy are very weird. They probably make you really uncomfortable. Because there's, like, this ASMR quality to them. No, I don't like it. Right, so so you're already out of it. Out of a tap. So I'm explaining. It's funny because I'm like, there are going to be people that listen to this, I guess, who know who Poppy is. And then there are going to be people who are like, I have no idea who this is. But she's very famous. I'm on the I don't know her end of things. I don't know her. Right. And it's weird to think that somebody is, like, this famous that I've never heard of and I don't know anything about them. So because we're old as dirt now. Right. So the videos, um, she's a very petite girl and it took me a little while to figure out like who she reminds me of. Right. So she has like really big eyes. She's little, she's got really, really long blonde, like bleach blonde, like platinum white blonde hair. Um, and she, she talks with this really high voice. Like it's really like high pitched and kind of weird. Right. Um, she kind of reminds me of a mix of like a little bit of Felicia Day, just in how she talks. But she also reminds me of, like, Leah and Angel, who are people that you and I know personally, which yes. maybe, like, wouldn't make sense to people who listen. I'm sorry. Be like, don't we don't people. know them. But, like, she's, like, tiny and, like, kind of a high voice, but she's definitely, like, super weird. And you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on with you, but, like, I'm very intrigued. But I'm also you know scared. Mean? Right. But I'm also a little bit scared. Yes. <laughs> So that's the kind of vibe that Poppy gives off. And the videos are all directed by this guy who calls himself Titanic Sinclair. 
okay? And they have a really specific style to them where, like, the saturation is turned down, so it's, like, muted colors. And the sound, it took me a while to figure out what was going on with the sound because it was, like, is she lip syncing? Like, there's something kind of off about the sound that I don't get. And then I was reading an article that said that in all the videos, the sound is off by, like, a beat from the video, and that's what makes it look like it doesn't really match quite right. And I was like, it's, it's been making me crazy. I right? don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. There are all these weird aesthetic choices that you're like, that's a choice. Okay. Um, and so people were like, who is Poppy? And like trying to figure out who Poppy is and what's going on with Poppy. And she's just like super weird, super kawaii. And you're like, what is this person? Right. And she was making all of her videos with this guy, Titanic Sinclair. Mm-hmm. So every now and then they would upload a song. But for the most part, it's these videos that are like 30 to 90 seconds, most of them. They're really short. Um, but there's tons of them. There's tons and tons and tons of them. And they um, ha- comprise of like all sorts of different things. But there are these like themes about like the materialism of Hollywood and like you know, the replaceableness of pop stars, like, all these weird, like, recurring kind of ideas, right? Okay. Um, and there are some recurring characters, but it's usually just Poppy. Um, but every now and then you see a character named Charlotte, and Charlotte is a mannequin who has, like, a weird robot voice. Okay. Um, and those videos are all, like, Charlotte interviews Poppy, and it's just, like, them talking. Um, there's a plant named Plant who is a basil plant in a pot, who is voiced by Titanic Sinclair, who is, like, one of her best friends. Um, there's a skeleton named Skeleton, uh, who is also voiced by Titanic Sinclair, uh, and he turns out to be Charlotte's drug dealer, which Charlotte is the mannequin again. Right. Charlotte. Um, Titanic Sinclair described his videos as, like, a combo of... Like, Andy Warhol meets David Lynch meets Tim Burton. Like, he's he sees himself as this, like, auteur, you know what I mean? Like, he has this very specific, like, aesthetic that he does, right? Well, yeah. To watch interviews with the two of them were kind of unsettling because you don't know what's, like, the whole thing is supposed to be, like, this performance, right? But something about it to me is, like, also, like, a little fetishy and the little, like, I don't know. Like, to me, it was a little brainwashy. Like, in a way where you're like, are you playing along? Or, like, is are the, you how much, right, like, how much of this is, like, an act? And how much of this is, like, you guys are really fucking weird? Um, and the whole idea that you're supposed to get from Poppy is, like, Poppy is supposed to be this, like, Almost like this, like, pop android. Like, she's an android created to be, like, this, like, perfect little pop princess kind of idea. And you're like, what is this? Like, it's weird. Okay, yeah. Right? So, her videos start up in 2014. She releases a couple of songs. She's doing really, really well. Um, In 2016, she became the face of Sanrio's Hello Sanrio collection, which Sanrio, if you're not, if it sounds familiar, right, that's Hello Kitty, so that's kind of a big deal. Um, She had a new album, or a new, um, like, record deal by 2017. Like, she was all over the place, right? But who is Poppy? Um, I, I mean, she, I, at the time, like, she's oh. still very, I was like, is she's still she doing dead? stuff. She's not dead. <laughs> um, but I didn't know she was still doing stuff. And there's newer, I found out stuff about her in the last few days because I thought, like, once all this stuff happened, like, a few years ago, I was like, was that the end of Poppy? But no, Poppy is still doing well and making stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So. Good for her. A lawsuit comes up in 2000, I think it's like the end of 2017, uh, it's April 17th, 2018 is when the lawsuit came out, okay? So it was a lawsuit from a girl whose real name is Brittany Sheets, but she's known as Mars Argo. And Mars Argo was also the name of the band that she and Titanic Sinclair had together. So she and Titanic Sinclair met on MySpace. Oh my gosh. In um, 2008 or 2009. 
Uh, they're both from Saginaw, Michigan, uh, which is also the name of a song that I remember from growing up. It's like an old country song that I hated a lot when I was a kid. And I remember reading that they were from Saginaw, Michigan, and I was like, ugh! I was like, were you slightly triggered? You're like, ugh. I was born in Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, Titanic Sinclair's real name, by the way, is Corey Mixter. Of course it is. Uh, and he's like my age. Um, and Mars Argo, I think, is just a little bit younger than him. But Poppy is uh, seven years younger than him, okay? Okay. And he kind of has this, like... This, like, Kurt Cobain wannabe, like, like, depression idolizing, mopey, yeah, 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 yeah. So he hasn't had anything, like, bad happen to him in his life. Girl. (laughs) So, um, so, Mars Argo and Titanic Sinclair, they made a bunch of videos together And they had a little internet show together called Computer Show. And she was alleging in her lawsuit that, you know, they had made a bunch of these things together. And then he had gone on to work with Poppy and stolen everything that they made together and everything that she did. And then was remaking basically all of that with Poppy. (laughs) And some of the stuff in the lawsuits, it's a 44-page lawsuit. Wow. Um, Because they were also romantically involved. Sure. And she said that, like, he stalked her. He was, like, psychologically abusive towards her and then dumped her and, like, started all over again with Poppy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, the videos of her, right, they're the same style, which, again, I'm like, they're directed by him, so they would be. But the same style of, like, this weird zoom in and she's like, you know, I'm Mars Argo. This, like, really high, weird voice. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the things that they did together were, like, redone with Poppy. So, like, a lot of even just outfits. Like, there are all these pictures side by side of, like, here's when Mars Argo wore this outfit. Here's Poppy wearing the same exact outfit. Here's when Mars Argo did this bit. Right. And there's, like, here's this video where she was, like, in a bathtub and, like, had blood coming out of her mouth. Here's a video of Poppy in a bathtub with blood coming out of her mouth. Like, here's all the things that Poppy, like, copied. Yeah. Poppy copied. Poppy copied. Um, at the time, uh, so Poppy, like, you know, took Sinclair's side, and she's like, Mars Argo is just jealous, and she is, like, trying to grasp at fame, and she, this is a, a desperate attempt to, like, try and, you know, like, latch on to the Poppy brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Titanic Sinclair... He is, uh, he's a total creep. So she had videos of him, like, she talked about him, like, breaking into her house. And there was a video she had where he came in and, like, he was demanding to know some Facebook group that she joined. And he wouldn't tell her. And she, he's just, like, smashing her wine glasses on the floor. And he's like, what is it? Just, like, drop him. Right. He's a freak. Like, he's a freaky, creepy, shitty dude. Right. So all that happened And the lawsuit was going on for a while, and she had a really good case, in my opinion. I mean, it's also, like, he could argue he's the director, so, like, it was his aesthetic. It wasn't that they did all the things. It was just, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, But ultimately, they settled out of court um, with Mars Argo getting a restraining order against Corey Mixter. She also got all the rights. She didn't get any... I don't know if she didn't get any money or she didn't take any money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But she got basically all of the rights to the Mars Argo brand. So Mm -hmm. any money that gets made off of Mars Argo goes to her. Titanic Sinclair doesn't get any of that. Um, But uh, Poppy and Titanic Sinclair were basically, (laughs) they were never allowed to talk about Mars Argo ever again. And... Titanic Sinclair had to, like, delete, like, 12,000 tweets from, like, all these times that he had talked about Mars Argo and wow. Britney Sheets and how all this shit was really crazy, right? So I kind of thought that was the end of the Poppy story. But that was back in 2017, okay? So that was, like, three years ago. Okay. Um, which, uh, on top of that, you also found out a little bit more about who was Poppy. So Poppy's real name is uh, Mariah Pereira. She is from Nashville, Texas. 
Uh, she, and remember I told you she's like a tiny little lady. So she said that she was bullied a lot when she was little for being uh, skinny and for being really quiet. So she, uh, had, she had her parents homeschool her. Uh, to, like, get away from the bullies. Mm -hmm. And she had video. She used to call herself Mariah Poppy. She's naturally a brunette. And her voice is not as high as it is in all the Poppy videos. Sure. Which Mars Argo said that that Titanic made her talk like that to sound more like Mars Argo. Mm. Like, girl. <laughs> it's, cra it's crazy. Uh, so, anyway, there's a lot of, you can see, like, uh, it's legit. We're like, girl, like, this is creepy. He's, a lot of these videos, it seems like, are digs. Like, he's, like, trying Mars to clone Argo. her? Oh. Well, both. Like, like, he's trying to clone her, but also he's trying to, like, rub her face in it. Like, it's, it's downright creepy. Okay? Right. He is a creep. He's, he's like, a creep. obsessed with her. So, meanwhile, Poppy also made, I still don't understand much about this, but she made, like, a church which was poppy.church. Uh, in 2018, she began to drop hints about a new project website called poppy.church, which I've also seen shirts that say, I am not in a cult run by Poppy or something like that. That's like one of her shirts. At That's first, the purpose silly. of the website, right? It's weird. That's was not really known. Silly. We should make shirts only... like that. Oh my God, I would love to. I'm not it was in a only cult featuring... with that a cryptic message and an opportunity to enter one's phone number. After a few months, however, the purpose of the site was made clear. Every day at 3.36, which that's a whole thing, uh, 3.36, it's a Mars Argo reference, certain people who entered their phone number would receive a link to join the church. There they could fill out a profile, create an avatar, and pledge their allegiance to Poppy. As of age, or as of August 24th, there is an atrium which acts as a chat room, a theater, a gallery which changes weekly, a lobby like another chat room, a bulletin board with announcements, a personal report page, a box office selling tickets what? for Poppy's Am I a Girl Tour, a backpack, and a settings page to edit contact information on character. Uh, on August 23rd, room invites were sent out to members of the church who were showing faith, dedication, and loyalty. There are a hundred thousand rooms with a thousand halls connecting to the corresponding 100 rooms in that hall. For example, hall number one has rooms one through a hundred. Hall number two has 101 through 200 and so on. Members of the church can visit each other's rooms, leave comments on their walls, and access provided social media. So she's made a little community online. Like a little like digital a little church. Cult online. It's yeah. like sounds like a little commune. Um, a little so online these, Sims commune. So she tells people basically she she, <laughs> she wants people to think of her. They don't she doesn't want people looking into Mariah, like at all, right? Like who she was before she was Poppy. She likes people to think of her as existing, like once that video came out, that's when Poppy came into existence. The cotton candy video. I know. So that's her birthday. Right. And in one of the videos, she's like, I was created on January 1st. You're like, okay. Um, so some of these videos, a lot of them I had seen clips of without any audio, but one of them I heard one of the audio on and I was like, okay, it is a little sad and I get it. But I'm also like, we all wish that pe we, like, people think of us as not existing before all the embarrassing things we did when we were younger. Like, like forget all yeah, those things. I'm not that person. Right. But one of the videos was just her talking about, like, bullies and saying, like, talking about somebody, like, dumping their lunch on her at school and her being like, you know, those bullies don't matter and, like, do your own thing and be who you are. And you're like, oh, Poppy girl, like, I get you. That's cute. So, um, so that was a long, long time ago. And all of those videos were erased from her channel. So remember I said her channel was created in 2011, but the oldest video is from 2014 because they wiped everything before that. And it's blocked. There's this website called The Wayback, I think, which is a search engine that lets you look at what a website looked like on certain days, like back in time. So you can see what changes they've made. And her YouTube is blocked on The Wayback because she doesn't want anybody to look at like, who she Free was poppy. before she was poppy. Right. Wow. Right. So the most recent news with poppy, because I was like, oh, this is interesting. So 
it, it was announced in, I want to say, September of 2019. I mean, it was last year, uh, the end of last year. She announced that she was splitting with Titanic Sinclair, that she wasn't going to work with him anymore. Whoa. And then, yeah. She let out this long statement about how... now. I don't know if they were ever romantically involved or not. Only one video that I talked that I watched talked about them having dated. Um, I know he was in a relationship with Mars Argo. I don't know if he was in a romantic relationship with Poppy or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but he might, he may or may not have been. Either way, he was very like manipulative and crazy. Yeah. But she released this statement about how she was like psychologically abused by him. And that he, um, uh, all these things where I was like, see, like, did he make you act like that? Or was that part of, like, your vision? But it's all really weird. Any interview you watch, like, they're all talking to him and she just kind of sits there and is weird. And I'm like, were you not answering because he didn't let you answer? Because she talks about, like, there's an interview where she complained about people talking to him instead of her. But I, I was trying to understand talked, how yeah. much of that she perpetuated, right, but also, like, if she was being victimized by him, like, maybe she didn't really put it on that level. And remembering also that they met when she was, like, 18, and she had just moved out to L.A. from Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. And she's, like, this young girl. He's been out there a few years. He's, like, 26. Yeah. And he, like, he's, like, let me show you the ropes, right? And they're, like, working together. Anyway, one of the things she had mentioned um, when she was talking about uh, their split and not working with him anymore was he basically told her he would threaten suicide, like, if he wasn't getting his way with her. And the last time she said he was threatening to hang himself with, like, something that belonged to her. And that was, like, the, that was the end for her. Where she was, like, you're fucking awful. And I, when she, she handed him a pair of jeans and was, like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't formally, she didn't um, formally apologize to Mars Argo, but I, I don't know if that would breach her not supposed to talk about Mars Argo. Oh. But she, right. But she did mention, like, she did basically retract what she had said, where she was like, you know, please don't think that I was, I was complicit in, like, the, the things that he did, and please understand that I was being psychologically manipulated by him at that time, so I didn't really know any better to, like, speak out and say that what he was doing was wrong, because he was also doing it to me at the time. Ugh. Right. It's like and, all the manipulative people come together and their platform is called YouTube. Girl. Right. There's so much YouTube drama. I didn't, about these YouTube celebrities, I didn't know about all this. And now that I know, it's like I can't unknow. And they're all just manip, like they all just play games. Um, my, the thing that boggles me is I'll spend a few hours on the computer for work or whatnot and I'm exhausted. I hate doing it. I can't imagine how many hours these people spend on the computer To do all of this stuff. You've got, I mean, you've got to be crazy. You have to be crazy. So in September of 2019, uh, she signed a new, or wait, I'm sorry. That's when she announced that she was doing a new record with a new uh, label called Sumerian Records. And Sumerian Records is a company that does metal. Okay, now mind you, at this point, all of her music, it had little weird, like, electronic stuff in it. It's mostly pretty poppy, but they're, ha- like, you know, poppy, ha yeah, ha, ha, like ha But you know what I mean? Like, it's mostly, like, pop genre music, but there are, like, weird electronic things, like, mixed into it throughout time. But basically, um, the image that she's putting out now, too, she still has this, like, very robotic, like, she... For the most part, I have the bleach blonde hair. She just recently went back to her natural brown, which I'm like, good for you, girl, in her most recent video. But for the album, which is called I Disagree, which is the one that came out in January, uh, her new metal album. Uh, and you're like, you're like, what? You've got to listen. Right. So like listening to her I'm music. Like, what from, does it sound like? I mean, she's still singing very cutesy, but there's just a lot of, like, metal music. Stop. Like, the music is really... Yes. Stop. So the music is very, like... And she's, and she's just like... like ha, 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 right. It's 
it's so weird and I kind of love it. Like, it's super weird. (laughs) But she says now, I felt really bad because there was this one video where she was, like, doing an interview and this, like, this kid was, like, I say kid, he was, like, 19, you know. But this kid was, like, are you ever going to go back to making, like, your old music? And she's, like, no. No. But basically she says, like, she was collaborating with Titanic Sinclair and, like, he didn't write everything, right? She had, she wrote with him, but now she's doing more in line with, like, what she originally wanted to do. She's still doing this robot futuristic kind of thing, but in a completely different way. I mean, good for um, her. Right, good for her. And I made the joke about all the things she said earlier in this episode, that song from, like, 2002, Mm -hmm. because she recently released a cover of that song. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Can you cover your own song? No, no, no. The song was by Tattoo in 2002. She remade that song recently. She did a cover of it. Oh... Um, if y'all remember all the things you said, all the yes. things you said, run through my head. Oh, do I? Yes. So yes. Poppy recently did a cover of that song. However, her cover sounds very similar to the original, which never would have bothered me if somebody hadn't said something to me about this a few years ago and I've never forgotten it, which is that if you're going to do a cover of a song, why would you do it exactly the same way as the other person who did it before? And I was like, I don't know. I guess you like that version, but you wanted to, I don't know. I feel like you should make it sound different. Like it should be, you know, who knows, but good for her. Good Um, for her. And she's living her truth now. Living her little metal truth. And so, like, if you could imagine, like, Angel or Leah, like, fronting a metal band, like, like a tiny little I lady. mean, I'm imagining it, and it's just, I mean, it's comedy. I'm Poppy. She also has a 10-minute video that's just her saying I'm Poppy over and over again. That's one of her earlier videos. But it's definitely, like, I want to say it's, like, a 90-second clip on a loop. Like, it really isn't 10 minutes of it. It's maybe, like, a minute and a half. It's just It's, on a like, loop. one of those weird art things you see in an art gallery when they have that projected and it's like the weird loop over and over and you're like I guess this is art that is literally all of the old poppy videos I guess this is art (laughs) they remind me so much of of the movies I used to see in film school by by like all the other film students I'm just like this is a lot like the shit I watched in art school by all the people I went to art school with it's weird let's dissect it Where, like, every kid thought he was the new Wes Anderson. Like, every dude was like, this is my, you know, Rushmore. And you're like, ugh. This is the best thing I've ever done. I am Poppy. Um, So I hope that this weird story of who Poppy is maybe got you a little more interested in seeing who the fuck this weird person is. I definitely want to, like, Google some of her videos just to watch them to see. But, I mean, I kind of feel like I have a feeling. I'm on Reddit a lot, so. <laughs> uh, I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. I'm Reddit. She, there's a song on her first big album, which was Poppy.Computer, and the song is called I'm Poppy, and it's like, P-O-P-P-Y, I'm Poppy, P-O-P-P-Y, that's me! Like, what if she spelled it wrong? <laughs> P-O-P-T-Y. I'm Poppy. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. That's me. That's me. So if you're not familiar with Poppy, look her up. It's all weird. Everything you're going to find is weird. It's spelled P-O-P-P-Y. Poppy. Her new album is called I Disagree. And it's her still singing all cutesy, but over metal. And it's kind of badass. I'm kind of into it. I gotta check it out. At least for like a minute. Yeah. (laughs) This was like a weird world episode. It is. No one died. No one actually got hurt. And there's no ghosts. But it's just like weird shit. It's just weird. Which sometimes that's that's fine. People are weird. People are weird. And Titanic Sinclair is a predatory creepy piece of shit. And all the predatory creepy weirdos go to YouTube. They do. They really, like, that's what I'm learning. If I'm learning anything from, like, this recent obsession that you and Christina have with YouTube, it's that that's the devil's playground. 
It's funny because I still I still want to be on YouTube. Like I still want to be a big YouTube star. Oh no. I still would love to be a big YouTube star, but Christina's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, you I don't. do. I would love to. But Just I'm not gonna be in I'm not right, but like on YouTube. I wanna do a vlog. Yeah. That's how you become manipulative and then you start ranking minors. I'm not Shane Dawson, I'm not Onision, I'm not gonna rank minors and I'm not gonna do blackface. I'm not gonna, because uh, I'm not somebody who's just gonna do things for shock value. Which that's what that's how that's all those how they get started. views, right? I'm just gonna have a channel that nobody watches, so I'm not gonna make any money. But I've done bullet journaling videos. But like, Karma got its kiss for me. <laughs> do whatever. We could but be yeah, internet copy. famous if people would leave us five star reviews. I was gonna say people would listen to us. <laughs> That's true. Um, excuse me. We have two, at least two new listeners because they watched our entire live stream last week. So let's I not discredit know. our handful. Literally, it's less than five new listeners. It was Kenosha. We're thankful for you. And the other person was, was it Armando or just Armand? I think it was Armando. It was Armand. Um... But yeah, and that was so exciting. We're like, oh my God, strangers who listen to our show. They're real fans. And I guess we technically have a new tier on Patreon in the works. Yeah, we're talking about a $20 tier where you get to see the ghost dick. Ghost dick of the month. So same thing like a ghost fart, but instead of ghost fart, it's a ghost dick, which I'm thinking about changing the $15. I love the ghost fart. But I don't know. I'm thinking about we'll changing it to something What would else. you guys want? It. You tell us. You tell in the us. Emails, in the comments and it slides into our DMs. We love so, it. <laughs> so we're peacing out, I guess. So we should give you the last spiel that we usually give you, which of course is if you want to support our show. Give us your money. Y'all, sister, give us some money. money. Either by subscribing to our Patreon for yes. $1, $5, $15, or soon to be $20. You can also buy merch, my dude, at Deadtime Stories, with a Z, all one word, dot com. Dot com. That's right. We have a fucking website because yeah. we're a real entity. Yeah, and go visit my- it because we're paying for it. And my bio still says that my website is upyourbutt.com. It sure as shit does. <laughs> I'm not changing it. That's on you. As I long know. as it stays that way, we all know that Stephanie didn't change it. That's true. To up your, it's upyourbutt.com. Up your I kind of love it at this point. I'm like, well, it leads you to website. a real porn website. It does. <laughs> it takes you to upyourbutt.com. <laughs> That's a real website. It's real. It's real. It's not my. It's not really mine. It's not Stephanie's website. It's, it's not Stephanie's website. butt that things are going up. Not in that website, anyway. So you know, just on my OnlyFans. Yes, that's a different business spiel. Um, so, so our website, and of course, if you don't have the money to support us financially, the best way you can help us out is by giving us a five star review on iTunes. Because mm-hmm. that helps the little algorithm that tells people to listen to our show. It does. And leave us a written review because then that makes us feel good about ourselves. Yes. How did you find it? Did you find it because it was recommended to you in the Apple Store? Let, Let us, us know. know. All right, everybody. Until next week and even after that, I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And this has been Dead Time Stories. Thank you for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 